everyone and welcome back to another episode of Jimmy's Place. In today's episode we are going to talk about the Congress powers and uh, what the Congress runs or whatnot. Now the Congress plays roles in the domestic policy and in the foreign policy. Now the Congress makes laws that influence our daily lives. The, con- the Congress pretty much has control over businesses, education, energy, healthcare, law enforcement, money and taxes, natural resources, social welfare, and personal rights and freedoms. These laws helps us gain the most important things that we need in our lives. The Congress also holds hearings to see what the public wants and if approved, then a new law is passed. But before that, before a, a new law is passed, it's called a bill. That means it's waiting in line to see what the House of Representatives has to say. The Congress also takes place in treaties for the president to form, but the president has to send it to the House of Representatives to get a third of a vote to get a third of a vote for it to be passed. Now to bring uh, some evidence in, okay, from like a scenario uh, like Trump was threatening to cut federal funds for schools if they chose not to open he gave the reasoning that I'm gonna read it to you what he said Trump on Wednesday morning tweeted quote in Germany Denmark Norway Sweden and in many other countries capitalized schools are open with no problems the damn thing it would be bad for them to politically politically if US schools open before November election but it is important for the children and families may cut off funding if not open like I said, basically, he's saying he's threatening the schools. If you guys choose not to open during COVID, then I will cut funding. Now, the federal government controls about only 10% of funding for uh, national schools, but that includes uh, tens of billions of dollars in the low-income school districts and special education. But uh, the spokesperson for the Democrats of the House Operations Committee, Evan Holder, said in a statement that Trump has, quote, no authority to cut off funding of these students and threatening to do so to prop up his failing competitiveness. So Trump basically tweeted this in order to scare his voters into, you know, if you don't do this, then I'm going to close. I'm going to stop funding for you guys at school. So I guess it's like another way for him to gain vote. And so parents will be terrified of this to students won't be able to go to school because it's not funded. All right. Now, what the Congress, like the federal government can like cons- is considering taking away like funding from school if they don't reopen. But if, like, in an article it said they choose to reopen, then the federal government will give them more money for opening. But see, what the Congress can do to limit the presidential powers is to the Congress has the power of the purse, so they control the budget. So the, the Congress is like, we control it, so we, you can't really take it because you don't have power of treasury. And it goes to the House of Representatives. All right. And uh, so, based so Congress has significant significant influence over the domestic policy issue because they have the power of the purse. They control the budget, right? And for the president to go on his agenda, he needs the Congress 
to fund it or else it would not become a reality. So if the Congress doesn't agree with it, then he can't get what he wants because they have to get a vote open. The majority of the time, majority of the vote is not going to go to his favor because a lot of the people is going to be against him. Uh, the Congress can also threat spending because to influence other policy intuition, expanding the power of Congress over domestic uh, policy. So what they're saying is the Congress can like, uh, you know, if the Congress don't like what is going on and if it's a majority of the vote, then they can cut the Senate in order to show that hey, I have the power and you do not. Another uh, for my example for foreign policy, uh, when the president decided to go to Iran and kill the the. Uh, the general um, that was uh, one of the, the powers that the Congress has and that the Congress did not agree with that because he did not follow up with the Congress and everything. Now, the Congress has war powers and the president is supposed to let the Congress and the House of Representatives know what he was about to do, especially with, with killing um a person of power in a different country what can start um a war against our country and iran uh so basically what the the underlying conflict is that the president has enforced military power overseas in iran to kill general gassam solanami the government that is involved is the Congress, Senate, and the executive branch. Now, the Congress can can deny the power for the president to send military overseas if not an emergency. So, it's not like they was they were they can threaten, but they never sent anything over or, or attacked our territory for us to just you know what I'm just gonna send my men over there I'm just gonna kill them. But he didn't do that, so it, there was no reason to just out and do that. Uh, the Congress also has the power to declare war. This power is for the House of Representatives. Now, I think the Congress has a lot of power with anything to do with foreign, foreign policies, mainly because the Congress holds everything with foreign countries. Now, the Congress can decide, hey, you should do a treaty. Hey, you should do a war. Hey, we should trade this. Hey, I don't think we should do this with them. We should stop trade or whatnot. So I think uh, there's a lot of control and is going on with uh the foreign policy so probably may um i think this is actually a good thing because the congress has its people in mind over the the power everything but there are i'm pretty sure it's like some holes in the system where they won't power over anything now i'm going to talk to you about mandatories and discretionary spending Mandatory spending is basically you have to spend. It's like what the federal government has to spend in enti- on entitlement programs such as social, social, social security, Medicare, and required interest spending on the federal debit. Um, so I got the information off of the conju- Congregational Budget Office. A mandatory spending of 2019, they spent 2.7 million. They put, they spent 1.7. Oh my God, I'm sorry. They put, they spent 2.7 trillion for the federal government. They spent 1.7 trillion on Social Security and Medicare. And so the average mandatory spending of the net offsetting receipts between 1999 and 2018 is 11.5% of GDP. 
and the monetary spending of also receives in 2019 is 12.9% of GDP. So that shows that uh, in 2019, it increased way more. Discretionary spending is the uh, optional part of uh, FISACA policy. It basically is when they choose to provide funding for programs, um, which is funding by mandatory and determined by the number of eligible receipts. Now, lawmakers control this through the Annual Operation Acts. Uh, they spend $1.3 trillion in the discretionary outlays by the federal government in 2019. $0.7 trillion outlays for national defense. Uh, so in seven, they went from seven, uh, they were 7.2% in 1999 and 2018, but it decreased to 6.3% in 2019. So it shows that mandatory spending is way, um, it's, it's high, but it's, um, lower than the mandatory spending. Now, uh, we're going way too much in our budget. Like we're way over our budget and we're in debt because we're spending too much money and majority of the money is going to national defense and I personally think that that much money shouldn't go towards national defense a military personnel is all about 148 what million I think um and it should be going to something way more serious like education or health or anything like in health is it's 600 it's six uh, six sixty six million dollars billion dollars i mean and by military is 148 billion and it should go to more important things like that so it really kind of uh makes me mad that they want to spend so much money on the military and defense when it's not really a lot of things going get that you want us to be protected but it's not you trying to maintain the image that america has that national national defense and nobody should pick on us but you should put that money if you're gonna overspend on your budget you should put a word it's mostly needed with people who are sick people who need homes people who need their education so like that is way more important than national defense i feel like with the congress who's a majority part of the people is showing that that freedom instead of virtue even though they are making sure the rules do apply the rules that are applied are for us and it's making sure that the rules follow our best well-being instead of that uh we gotta make sure everything is ordered so they don't get out of control the congress is making sure that you know all of these are getting paid i'm gonna make sure all of these are not you know the president isn't crossing over what the people need not and not what they need because in all ends the people decide what's going to happen and so it's basically following that social contract we made with them and so yeah but what also i got another point for fair and equal for all um to be honest i don't really know about this i mean it's equal and it's fair for everyone because the president can still put in um complaints and write his own bill or what he thinks should happen and it still has to go through the house of representatives and, and be a third of a vote for it to pass so if it's a good bill then majority of the people would choose it because they believe it's the right thing for the people but if it's not then that means that the president's only trying to gain something for himself and not for the people so I'm, yeah i do think this is fair and equal for everyone and for everyone who lives here, I mean, they, the U.S. did good good by adding the Congress, even though the Congress might make some bad decisions. I feel like the Congress is in place for that reasoning.
now I want you guys to tell me how you feel about the Congress. Like, I would love for you guys to start sending me voice messages so I can make these this podcast better. I am a newbie, and I am going to make mistakes. But personally, what do you what do you guys think of the Congress? Do you think they're fair and equal? Do you think they show virtue, or do you think they show freedom? Do you think the Congress is doing everything they can for the people with their powers, or are they uh, leading more to the power that they have? You know, but personally, I feel like that they are doing their job. Might be some of those corrupt people that are in the Congress, but I feel like the Congress is there for us and that they'll do anything they can for us because of the how they show that they are using their powers for good, like with the with the president going over there to kill the general, with uh, making sure the president, you know, can't take uh, money from schools. And also making sure the president stays in his place. Yeah, thank you guys for tuning in with my podcast. Make sure you send me feedback on how I'm doing or what I should do or what podcast I should do next. Again, thank you so much. You guys have a nice day.